What up, what up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tastemakers Pod. You know where we uh, talk about the current events and the things that are popping off in the culture and, of course, the CHH culture as well. Um, I've got Trish right here. I've got Bree below me, and i got my man, Light Skin Corey, right there. Y'all see how I had my points on point in these internet? Yeah. That's what it is, what it yeah. is. Anyway, uh, definitely, definitely, we got topics. We got all kinds of things to talk about this week. Um, but before we get into all that, uh, we did need to recognize that today would actually be the 45th birthday of uh, DJ Pioneer uh, for Christian Hip Hop, DJ Official. And for more on that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and send you to Trish. Trish, talk to him. Yeah, I just wanted to um, talk a little bit about my brother, DJ Official, uh, a.k.a. Fish, uh, Nelson Chu. Um, he was such a good brother, like even outside of, you know, him DJing and him, you know, producing for Cross Movement and, and uh, Reach and a whole bunch of cats. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he was just Fish, you know what I mean? Um I know my husband has plenty of stories, but when he first moved to Philly, um, Fish and Teresa, his wife, um, was they let him him stay at their house because, you know, he was you know just trying to find a place to stay, <laughs> and um, you know they really they just showed so much hospitality to my husband and um, even even to me, you know, uh, and just you know all the people that they loved. Um, that he loved, and um, yeah, he's just—he was just such a good man, very caring, um, super real, <laughs> so real. Um, and I think that we, as CHH, like as a as a community, definitely should be talking more about him because I feel like there's a lot of artists that don't even know who he is. Know who he is? Yeah, problematic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so problematic. That is. That is. He is definitely a pioneer. He was. His sound was really the main sound that you hear if you listen to any cross movement album. Like his, he was the foundation. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, big up to my brother Fish. Um, wish he was still here. Uh, yeah. I'm getting a little choked up, but um, yeah. Yeah, 45 is too young. Um, I only got a chance to meet uh, Fish a couple times, um, but as uh, I don't like to say that I'm a DJ because I have so much respect for what DJs do on the ones and twos, but I've been in radio for almost 20 years now and been a program director and a curator of uh, playlists and stuff like that. So we looked at DJ official and for a, for a season, he was that cat, you know what I mean? He was our guy to look at as a DJ doing his thing and what we could do. And I know that uh, P-Dog would say the same thing and different things of that nature. And um, yeah, every time I did get a chance to meet him, which like I said, was only a few times, uh, definitely very pleasant. But we looked at him as, okay, this is what you want to do in the Christian hip hop space. And then when he did release, uh, you know, different uh, things with his production and the remixes of certain tracks and stuff like that, it was just just bonkers. I got the Cam Forward Me joint in my head right now. That was just yeah. from the, uh, I forgot the name of his uh, mixtape that he released. Intermission? Um, intermission? Yes, 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 yes. And, um, but yes, DJ Official was a real one. He definitely um, helped to make that move from, you know, what Crossmoot was doing to 
even Reach becoming what Reach is, I believe he definitely had a lot to do with that and just the stability and the foundation that he was. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Definitely happy birthday. Happy 45th birthday uh, to DJ Official. Um, I didn't know if uh, Bria Seagoss, if y'all had anything to say or add on to that at all. I just knew he was a real cool dude. I've seen him a few times on tour with Cross Movement. Um, you know, he's always the DJ. He looked like he was just super chill all the time, super um, like about business, but ready to be about his father's business as well, too, if you get what I mean. Um, and then from artists that I knew that knew him, like Jared used to tell me about him. I heard stories from Jared about him, things like that. Like he was big enough. Like Jared would tell you that he's part of his reason why Jared is what he is today as a Christian rapper. Because mm. Fish was bigging him up when Jared wasn't doing Christian rap. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was kind of unheard of back then in the cross movement days where you're stepping out of your, you know, your uh, your circle from Christian hip hop and checking out of Jared Sanders. And now you see the fruit of that a couple of years later. So, yeah, just heard stories like that about him, but never actually got to meet him. But I've heard definitely heard his impact. That's what it is. That's what it is. Bree, anything? Yeah, um, I mean, I've I never had the chance to meet him, but you know, definitely a huge fan of of his sound and and his craft. But one thing I do want to say was um, I really miss his tweets. His tweets were all- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were always gold. But uh, yeah, he he seemed to have a, a huge personality, and yeah, the community really misses him. So happy birthday! Wow, wow. Trish happy birthday, it, uh- Trish. Yeah, happy birthday, Fish, for real, for real. Uh, we definitely, definitely want to take the time to, uh, we don't do it enough in CHH, Trish said actually this earlier, um, to honor those who came before us or those who are no longer with us uh, in the CHH space. So uh, we definitely wanted to take time to do that. All right, with that being said, thank you guys again for joining us here at the Tastemakers Pod. Let's get into the first topic of the night. CHH Tradewire. You know, we like to do something a little gimmicky, a little fun coming in, just kind of crack the ice a little bit. Of course, uh, the cruise is always a place where we draw inspiration from. Shouts out to Jay and Chris. Um, But they put, if you had to trade a member of Reach to be on GOM, who would you trade them for and why? Could this possibly be a three-label deal? So we said, hey, we like to put our opinions in on this. Uh, actually, I did because somebody was trying to trade Jared for Andy, and I was like, "Nah, that's not even a good look. Let's let's not even do that." I was I was saying that's a bad take, but um, <laughs> let's talk Wait, about tell it. Me we- why? Wait, why? Well, he was saying he was saying Jared for Andy, and he was saying because Jared is his least favorite God of a m- m- money uh, artist. What? That's wild. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Least well, favorite. When, when I saw that, that's you know crazy. I had to chime in. I mean, you can't scroll down on the cheat right now, but if you go to the internet, I was like, look, so in true debate show fashion, that was a horrible take. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, that's a fact. horrible take. Um, I would argue he's the best. Besides I would, I would, I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. Outside of Bizzle, um, and, and even... <laughs> I'll uh, be honest with you. I don't think Jared gets the recognition he deserves. Uh, we all probably think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now, speaking of which, though, I would love to actually see Jared and Andy probably. Matter of fact, I think Jared told me that he has Andy on the um, next project. Um, so definitely looking out for that. I want to say, I, <laughs> I want to say if I remember Jared told me that. Yeah. Jared be lying, though. Jared be lying, though. So I don't okay. know. I don't we'll know. See. Jared said that he we'll heard see. 
a, a murder mook verse too before you heard you know a tay rock joint that's if y'all like battle rap y'all know what i'm talking about got you but jerry be lying yeah. though jerry be lying so i don't know not <laughs> but listen listen we figured we want to get involved in this we we figured we wouldn't just limit it to reach and got over money of course you got rmg and you've got uh maybe some other indie cats that we can look at as well as well as um uh indie tribe and different things that and even though they're not officially a label but um yeah let's talk about it i figured i'd throw this grenade at your girl trish first and and we'll see what she got what you got trish okay so these are my girls, both of them. Love both of them. I would okay. AI um with Wande just because just because I, I would I would swap AI to Reach because I feel like Reach needs the they like Wande, she's she's got her, she's got her her bars, but she's like she's more of the, you know, the mainstream sound. Like it's like you know, she's got the the catchy lines and stuff like that. AI has has bars on bars on bars, right? And I don't hear a lot of bars on bars on bars besides Andy and sometimes Lecrae on in in Reach in Reach, reach right now. Reach so yeah. I feel like I will put AI with Reach, even though I don't I don't I wouldn't necessarily think I don't think she like she's just different. That's why I they need somebody a little different in terms okay. of sounds. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah. And yeah. then I think I think one day we got over money because just one day brings this like level of. Com- mm, I see you. Was, I see you. That's a good trade. That's like, a good trade. I feel like that would it would spice it up a bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that's just you know my. Opinion. I think that's a good trade. That is a good solid trade right there. I'm gonna make a take and say I bet you that's gonna be the best trade we come up with on this show right tonight. <laughs> I think so. I think so. But let's see if somebody can prove me wrong. Let's see if somebody can prove me wrong. Corey, what you got? All right. So first of all, we seen what happened to the Lakers uh, this year. And let's even go back to 04 when they tried to create that super team and they lost to the Detroit Pistons. And this year they're going to lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Right? Nice little take there. I see. We'll so, see. So it's not about... I feel like, you know, trying to build a super team, but it's about who fits the best with what they're trying to do. Feel me? So okay. you said AI and Wande, you feel me? I just, I don't know. Cause I think that Wande may be too poppy for, for GOM. She may be too, you know, girly, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like AI fits GOM cause she's like sure. that girl. Wearing the Tims, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's that girl, but at the same time, it's like, yo, do you want to have these bars or do you want to sell these records? Right? So, it's like, I feel (laughs) you on that too. So, I don't know if AI could adjust to what the reach, you know, the the, the reach space looks like for her selling records. You understand me? So, if I'm trading some folks, okay, what you got? I like the Jared and, and Andy trade. I really do. But I like it for different reasons, though. Okay. Let's see why. I like Andy on a GOM because Andy can make records. Andy knows how to make records, right? Mm-hmm. Bizzle can sing a little bit. He got the little, you know, joint going, the little fa la going a little bit. But, like, right. Andy got that commercial pop sound that I feel like mm-hmm. GOM could use, 
right? And not just be all gangster gangster, shoot him up in Jesus' name bars. You know what I'm right. saying? Shoot him up in Jesus' name. Because I feel like that's the thing. Like, you feel me? Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel no, like I, that's- I feel that. Because that's kind of what kinda I was saying Day with them. Yeah. That's why I was saying and that. Jared, yeah. Jared yeah. works perfect over at Reach because Jared can give you bars, but he can make records too. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? And Jared can sing. He can sing. Jared. Listen, I had no clue Jared could sing until he sent me oh, yeah. A, yeah. a few he told of his me joints. He's, he's got an R&B album coming out, he said. He's, he's going, Who is yeah. this guy? That's what uh, I'm saying. I am hyped. First of all, I'm hyped about that. I just want y'all yeah. to know. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna do a whole different... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited about it. But at the same time, I feel like he is versatile enough, For versatile sure. enough, For to sure. where he could fit at reach and not have to lose who he is as a person because he oh, makes sure. records, you know, for both gener- for, for for both generations and uh is still being true to himself. So I like the Jared and Andy trade. Um and I'm with it. Let's make it happen. And if they want to really OD, you know what I'm saying? We'll throw in Harvey. You can get Andy and Harvey for Jared. Okay. You heard. Mm. Okay. That's not now now. Now, yeah, I, I can't see, I can't see uh, 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 the young boy on GOM. Um, I will challenge you on this. We talk about Andy being commercial, and I believe at the beginning of his career he was. Mm-hmm. These last few albums, and the album I think that's about to come out next week or next week, the week, whatever. Yeah, um, next week. They're a little bit more. They're not as poppy. Mm. A little bit more indie sound. I mean, think about it. Think about it. he's really kind of backed off of the poppy thing. He's a little bit more exploration um, that's going right. on right now. With because Andy. he's dissing white people, so you're right. And you cannot be commercial dissing white folks. Uh, and you're absolutely right. I don't know. I do I mean, agree. People have dissed uh, white folk on on white, yeah, but not the way Andy was doing it just now. <laughs> but wow. also if we're honest it's because he he's made enough money to where he doesn't need them anymore either so let's be clear on that too point. you understand point. me <laughs> all right all right all right so you so you point. went ahead and you gave us the positives of the andy and jared trade again i don't know how it would work because again i don't see andy as being that commercial artist that he was when he first got into the game so i don't mm-hmm. know if it would benefit GOM from that standpoint. Um, but I think Jared would definitely benefit. Uh, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think Jared, well, I mean, Andy would benefit any, you know, he is, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, he'd, he'd benefit anybody. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just don't know that it would be, he benefits from a commercial appeal. Yeah. I don't know that that would be the benefit necessarily. It'd be and good Jared to see Andy. Not, Jared might not take a 360 deal either. So I don't know. You may have to chill for a minute. You got no facts. You have no facts. Wait, I, uh, deal, nobody does 360 deals anymore. Now, if that's happening, that's real interesting to me. Because who's doing 360 deals? I we, don't 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 know. Know it to, we don't know it to be true. We don't have any we receipts. Are, we, we, yeah, where, where are your receipts at? Right. I need receipts because if that's the... You know what? It's okay. I can find out. Go ahead. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yo. Bree, who you trading and why? Um, I think I've been thinking about this, and I would actually send bumps to reach for Andy Minio. Hmm. 
bumps mm-hmm. right kind of yeah it's kind of a lateral move but I would really like right. to see Andy on that GOM roster, but with Jared. Right. I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to trade. Yeah. Oh, that's why. You're going to have to give bumps to somebody else, though. It's good. Yeah, to yeah. give bumps what, what is, how is Reach going to – Yeah, but see, I don't want to give up Dayton either. Huh? How's, how's bumps – well, how is Reach going to benefit from bumps? Because they not. I mean, we need another. We need. Money. We need another player in that trade. There needs to be another okay. person from GOM heading over. Bumps in yeah, e- eternal life. You'd be good. That could work. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> but see, I don't want to give. Uh, what about Sela? I mean, Sela. He he real. He he grimy. That he got that 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 boom. You might need three more. Another player. <laughs> <laughs> No, no yeah. shots to say a lot. Say a lot, definitely. I just think um, bumps. We definitely gonna need another player if we're gonna try to match with Andy. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, but say and bumps for Andy. That'd be interesting. It would definitely put a little street be. cred into Reach's. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it gives uh, some street cred for Reach because right now they don't really got no street cred, do they? One K few. Oh yeah, that's good. No? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I am interested to hear about this one K view uh, Lecrae joint. It seems like Lecrae and one K view is making. I, I, I think I like I said Lecrae is a, the perfect chameleon. He can fit in pretty much different joints. He keeps adapting. Um, and one K few when he's on his when he's in his bag. <laughs> Bags. He's in his bag. Like he's not always in his bag. But when he's in his bag, which is what yeah. they're saying, he's in his bag right now. One K makes some hits. When yeah. do you consider one K in his bag? Give me a song. You're like, yo, one K was in his um, bag in this record. Yo, there's a joint with one K, KB, and um, and Paris. That joint is ridiculous, what and it's all one K for the most part. I mean, they just—that's a crazy track. lineup. Oh man, that's it's a dope, dope, dope track. Is it on, what what uh, album is it on? Um, let me grab my phone. That's not a nomination already, lineup. He got a song mm-hmm. called "Already." Get uh, where it's got it's already and gas you up on that. It's like a short little EP joint. One K K B. That's what KB does. One K KB. Yo, it's it's a dope track. It's called Back Soon, and and one it's it's a one K few track featuring KB in Paris, but one K's hook it's crazy. is crazy, ridiculous, and the track is crazy too. Don't get me wrong, but it's like he's gonna be back soon. It's about two two years old. Um, but and then when when one K's first project or whatever, he had some some great hits. When one K's in his bag. Yeah, it's boom boom. Yeah. If when he's not, eh, it's like okay, what you doing, young boy? But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's interesting. All right, I guess it's my turn here. So this is what I want to do, and I'm not sure. I still haven't really solidified this trade in my head. But what I would like to do is get, and maybe maybe one K is the answer here. Mm. I'd like to get Cannon off of RMG. Let's get him to reach. 
uh, to go back to where he, you know, he began as Lecrae's hype man. And that's when we, we really got introduced and enjoyed Cannon was when he was more so doing these rap, you know, real fast, you know, whatever the case may be. And he was doing more features, you know what I mean? Because Cannon, I only really want to hear Cannon right now on features. Um, I think Reach would help him be a better maybe hit maker mm. than what he is right now. Um, now, that means that Reach has to give somebody up and I think I think that person to make it to make it an even trade because I'm, I'm trying not to uh, I feel like Cannon is actually and this is this is kind of I think Cannon has devalued himself like at one point mm-hmm. Cannon was at a higher level right so. I want to say 1K or Gavi, but I think 1K whoa, or Gavi whoa. might be too valuable. That's too much yeah, for Cannon. Yeah. Gavi. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. I, I none of them equal Cannon. That's a terrible deal for. Um, I mean, for RMG. I mean, for, for Reach. Uh, for Reach. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible, terrible deal. Yeah, it doesn't. Um. So maybe Gavi's the best artist on Reach. He's one of the biggest too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So maybe we have to like at right. Maybe we have to do the one K canon thing because I mean at this point, I mean one K as we know it, he's he's hit or miss right now. Um, so maybe maybe we do the one K canon swap. Uh, that way, one K, uh, you know, he he goes to RMG. He might maybe help them with some of them type hits a little bit more, and uh, canon. Gets back to his roots with Lecrae, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and they help him make some more hits or whatever the case may be. I can be. see that. I can yeah. see that. So one K Cannon, I think that would be what I want, and I think I'm more so doing that maybe for Cannon than I am for one K. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. Hmm. Are they both selling the same amount of records? Now that I don't know, I don't know. Probably Trish, not. Yourself, you know, you know. I'm pretty sure one K is selling more records because. 1K is is way more like he's more popular and his streams are crazy. His like, streams are crazy. I mean, also when you're just part of the Reach Machine, you're part of the Reach Machine. Yeah, too. like he's just yeah. he's a more popular artist in general. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I would okay. I would say just off the strength of that, because um, has Cannon released? I mean, has he released any new music in the last six months? Nah, he was like going through something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say. Nah, but there's Cannon. I think, y'all, I think Cannon can get back. Cannon. Oh, for sure. He can rap. Like, he can rap. He just, you know, he has this unique style that that definitely needs to go with a particular sound. Exactly. I think Reach would be the ones that can help make that hits and give them the right features for that, production for that, whatever the case may be. Whereas 1K could probably bring certain things to RMG, you know, whatever the case may be. And uh, I think 1K would be a nice sync artist. Um, (laughs) Which seems to be, you know, what RMG is is about right now, (laughs) for the most part. (laughs) Absolutely. So... That is the CHH Trade Wire. Definitely make sure to like and subscribe and let us know what you think about those uh, those trades below. And uh, y'all help us out a little bit. Let us know what you think would be an actual real hot trade. Uh, definitely, definitely make sure to like and subscribe. Um, with that being said, 
let's move on to the next topic. Uh, next topic is actually going to be good old verses. Where would I be without my baby? <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all got the experience. Ja Rule and Fat Joe this week on the verses. Shout out to Tim and Swiss just outright because verses got us through COVID, didn't it? Or got hey. us through. COVID, yeah. not, not that COVID is over, but verses right. got us through, right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. definitely, definitely. So, of course, on Tuesday, Ja Rule and Fat Joe went at it and um it was actually enjoyable but i think it was very very enjoyable because of ja rule mm-hmm. um i was on the phone with a friend a longtime friend i think last week and he just really quick he was comparing ja rule to drake and their hit making capabilities mm-hmm. and i was like really ja rule to drake and then he just took out his phone and he just went down the hits of Ja Rule, yes. and every one was a banger. And I was like, yes. yo, he really manipulated a season. Like, there was a good two years, three Absolutely. years Absolutely. where Ja Ja just ruled the waves. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> what happened? Caught that. Ja I missed that. Ruled. What did God say? You said Ja just ruled. What you say? He said manipulated. Manipulated. <laughs> Hey, I knew what you meant. Monopoly. <laughs> yes. After I had just released that great jaw just ruled the waves and you messed it up with your monopolated. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> I'm messing with you. But um, but yeah, so he read them on. I was like, yo, Jaw's gonna kill this joint right here. But this actually ended up being really, really enjoyable. Sparked a little bit of controversy. This came out of the joint, but uh, we could talk about a little bit of everything. Uh Goss, let's start with you. What you thought about this job rule fat joint? Uh, Listen, fat, uh, I tried to tell oh, dudes. Hold on, let me fix my camera. Yeah, I'm yeah, do that for us. This. I'm standing up for this. You heard me. I tried to tell these dudes. Then nobody wants Ja Rule, bro. Nobody want to touch Ja Rule. Nobody bro. does. He it's held so the true. game down for three hot summers. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what you this is true. Do? Hold on. Let me right. talk. Let me Go talk. Ahead. Do let what you talk. do. Hold on, hold on. Drink my water. Hold on. Listen, Ja came in like, Joe, did, did, did you forget who I was? Did you forget who I was? He said, Joe, you was in this game before me. You was in this game now. So after me. And you still trying to catch up to me. You heard who talks like this? Joe was talking greasy to Joe. You heard me. But the thing about verses is that you heard it's like, bruh, you can't like people think that it's that it's not hit for hit anymore. But versus about the feel because now yeah. you're in front of a crowd. It presses New York City. Yeah. So they saying these hit records that Ja Rule got ain't gonna ring off when Joe plays, you know, his old street records, which was cool in the beginning. I'll give Joe the first round. The first round, Joe was coming with the crazy joints. Nah, he was. He was. He was. Joe had the the bangers. The crowd was with him the first round. Uh, I mean, not first round. Before the first part, part one. You know what I'm saying? And Joe, I mean, but but Ja knew what he had in his pocket. Like, Ja knew, like, yeah, go ahead, play that little street stuff. That's cute. That's cute. Right? But then, bruh, the second half after intermission, it was game over. What you going to do with? And then little Mo came out. Yo, <laughs> where would I be if it was what? <laughs> Bro, when Mo came out, I was so we were so I was at a watch party. 
the whole room sing the whole song. Where would I be yeah. without my baby? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All them hits. Now, now, listen, Ashanti can fart on my dinner tonight. You understand me? You you Ashanti tonight, has God. been looking real, real, real nice lately. She gets better when she gets older, bruh. She's oh my God, she's ridiculous. She's always killed every look. Crazy. So then him. Ashanti, so then Ashanti, no, because she got records with Rule and Joe. Back. So it was like, yeah. yo, so she would do a record with Rule and then she stay on stage and do a record with Joe. And it's like, yo, both these joints hit. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think Rule did the joint with Ashanti. And then uh, he had, and then they did the, um, uh, the Joe and Ashanti joint. Uh, what's the Joe and Ashanti joint? Y'all know what I'm talking about. The name of yeah. it. I forget the name of it. But I got they, they did it. They did it. They did it crazy. And that joint low key hit harder than the one that he picked with Ashanti. For but sure. then, but then, but Rule ja brought out, that track though. <laughs> he did say that. And then Ja Rule brought out Vita. What? Is that, is that Vita? When was the last time we seen Vita? <laughs> That house on the hill that you got me, baby. And then yep. <laughs> when I dropped, what? Her best Vita was going crazy. <laughs> Vita was going crazy. And, and then Ja just kept hitting him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was too much. Like, hit him with the Bobby Brown joint. Hit him with the clap back joint. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with the uh, Christina Milian joint. Hit him with the love it when you look at me, baby. What? It was just too much. It was just too much, bro. It was too much. Now, if Joe did come crazy when he was when, when he brought Nelly out, I will give him that. Nelly kind of turned up. You know what I'm saying? And then Nelly tried to cop the hug from Ashanti. You know what I'm saying? Right <laughs> Listen, he, he saw Shanti the same way we saw her. He was like, hold on, let me go get this hug. I'm going to get this hug real quick. I wanted them to work. I don't know what happened there, but I really wanted them to work. Listen, listen, Rule got the night, yo. Rule Rule got it. But then at the end, you know what I'm saying, Joe was like, yo, this was full Rule. Like, Rule needed that. You feel me? So that was big up to, to, uh, to Joe. You know what I mean? Who uh, made it happen for him? Because I mean, they both got a good check from it, probably. And then rule streams probably increase all all, all, all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Versus oh, yeah. effect is real. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So like, yeah, yeah bro, that gym was fire. Shout out to rule. I try to tell these dudes rule is gonna crush. Oh for you. sure. Oh for sure. I was I thinking the same the thing. Uh, Bree, Bree. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, Trish. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to like because he's a he's of course he's an, an elitist. So he's like a huge fat Joe, big pun fan, you know what I'm saying? He's like, nah, I don't know. Pun might he might be all right, you know. I was like that. I was like, you don't he he wasn't listening to rap during that era, the Ja Rule era, because he had just got saved. So he was like, I wasn't listening to none of that. I was like, Oh, you missed that because that was great. <laughs> <laughs> And Joe had the advantage because Joe had DJ Technician, the same DJ that the locks had. So when I saw Joe with Tech, I was like, oh, oh well, this that, might that's be where Joe failed. Joe thought he could come out and pull a Jada kiss, and he couldn't. No, sir. And Jada came out. Joe, Jada did Floyd out. Mayweather a versus yeah. he's the Floyd Mayweather this job. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, yeah, uh, Bree, which what you what you got, what you thought, what you saw. I saw I saw clips um of the verses, but I knew uh you ain't watch it? Gonna... I watched clips. I didn't get to watch it live. 
I hate that you missed this. I didn't get to watch it live. I wanted to, though, but I knew Job was going to run away with it, though, because that whole Murder, Inc. era, like, I was in college during that time. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was wild. It was. It was. But I knew he was going to run away with that one, though. Hate that I missed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trish, Trish, what you, what you, what you thought, what you saw, what you liked? It brought back so many feels. Like it was super nostalgic for me because, like Bree, I was in college when all of those hits came out, and I just remember like it just brought back that feeling I got when I first heard the Jones. You know what I'm saying? Um, all them hits with Ashanti, like well, that even that 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 even though I cannot stand that, I couldn't stand it back then because they kept playing it so much. Right, but just right. hearing it years yeah. later, I'm like, yo. Yeah. This is- John, like, uh. yeah. So it was like all the songs he was playing. I was like, "Yo, this is the John right here. This is the right. John." Right here. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. It was great. And I then Trish, awesome. Trish, did you see when when Joe did the Chris Brown record and Josh sang the Chris Brown yes. record for him? He did. He, did. But he really did. Like, he kept saying, "He's like you." Uh, he said, "You getting beat by an R and B." Uh, R&B singing ninja, right? And yeah, I was man, like, that's a right. I was like, that's a tag. You get beat, Joe. Like, you talking Yo, about trash. But I'll give it to Joe. Joe had the popping dance moves. Joe was oh, out here bopping. Was Joe was out here. He was going in. Joe was going crazy with the New York Diddy Bop. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then when he brought Remy Ma out, I said, oh, oh, oh. Remy, 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 for Remy, really, Remy elevated the situation because as she does, listen, I was like, y'all can't sleep on Remy, yo. Her verse on it, man, it's unforgettable. So, man, um, Edgewood was nice. Job rule, I just, it was a series of things. It was, it was 50 Cent, it was Fire Festival, it was yeah. Dave Chappelle. There was a series of things that made us stop checking for Ja. Right. Yeah. And um, but Ja ruled, like you said, a good three summers. He really did rule. He was writing for everybody, writing for J-Lo, writing for Mary, writing for everybody. Crack, you know, he was just he was, just, he, was he was killing the game, you know what I mean? And like I said, I think Ja Rule swept the whole joint pretty much. I don't think it was ever a competition. In the first round? The first round? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because, yeah, yeah, from holla, holla to, yeah, holla, holla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just, yeah. Anyway. Who had those street joints with Big Punt? I don't want to be a player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I don't want to be a player was definitely a bright spot. Lean back was a bright spot. But, I mean, shout out to Crack for doing it. Ultimately, and what Crack said at the end was so true. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see Ja. Fifty yeah. didn't want to see Ja. Nah, um, I don't know about that. No, 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 no. It's been said. Like fifty is like, I don't want to do this. Fifty, I mean it was I think he was talking about in general, but, but yeah, fifty, yeah, no, no. Fifty has get rich and die trying and then what? Right. Cause he ain't got well, you need. <laughs> no, don't be wrong, don't be wrong. I mean, I agree, but what's that? That's a good he had a good five or six songs. We're talking about twenty songs. Yeah, he don't have that many. Trust. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, so, so, so I thought Jaw killed it, but but I really think your boy Crack is the MVP, 
and he said it at the end, but I was thinking it before he said it. Only reason Crack did this was to put on Ja. He was like, look, man, y'all don't forgot. Y'all don't forgot. So since nobody else won't stop in the ring with Ja, I'm going to step in the ring with Ja. I'm going to talk my talk. I'm going to do my thing. I got my hits. I've done my things as well. But I know when it comes hit for hit, Ja's going to get me. But y'all won't do it. So I'm going to put on for my boy and make y'all remember who Ja Rule was. And um, yeah, man, from shoot. Can I get a what? What? He didn't even do that, did he? I mean, he didn't, he didn't did that. Did he? he didn't even do that. Now nah, he didn't do it. I don't even think he even did that. Jay Z. He did that joint. He did two this, of the Jay Z joints. He did one okay. of Jay Z's joints. Did he do one of them? I know, I know he, he did, did one for sure. I thought he did both. He did holla holla. He did nah, that. Nah, he, did. he didn't do that joint. Can I get a? Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't do that. He didn't do that joint. Yo, I just knew J Lo was about to come out. I did too when he's he Are like, you Ellie? He said it up. <laughs> the way he set it up made me think like, is she about to come out? So um so anyway, I think crack was the MVP. I think we had to be reminded of what Jaw Rule was. Jaw Rule was a certified hit manger. That singing rapper nigga was Ja Rule. Y'all afraid to say nigga, I noticed that now. Um, which is kind of funny because y'all were the main ones. Like, can we say nigga? Can we do nigga? And then y'all afraid to say nigga now. And the I thoughts and opinions of DJ Quote do not reflect Corey or Corey's job at Hill City Church. <laughs> <laughs> Wag, I didn't say none of that. Wag. Which, which is funny because I don't even really say it like that. But it was these two jokers. It won't be Wags. I it won't about be. It. <laughs> I, I don't know what quote talking about. That won't be. <laughs> anyway, but listen, there was some controversy that sparked from this joint as well. That's a fact. When um, Little Mo and V came out and did they thing, uh-huh. your boy Crack was in battle mode, and he did go after these ladies. He did, and he uh, he, he called them me? he called them dusty bees. Like, oh, you got these head. dusty bees coming out, calling crackheads. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, he, wow. he did. He did. He did. He did. So, I heard him say bees, but I was like, who is he talking about? Mm, I didn't yeah. know who he was talking about. So he was in Mm-mm. that. So, and so this has become an issue, of course. Little Mo has come out. And I don't remember, so he was in battle mode. I'm going to be an apologist for crack a little bit because cat stories on crack is crazy. Like, Joey is that dude that looks out for everybody and don't tell nobody as he's quietly looking out. I remember listening to a story where uh, I think it was Steven Jackson. He was playing in New York and um, early in his career and he'd be walking into a club and he'd just look over his shoulder or something like that and there'd just be two Puerto Ricans just watching him. Just two Puerto <laughs> Ricans just there. And basically crack has sent boys to make sure that Anything, nothing happened to Jack. You know what I mean? That Jack was going to be good. And these stories are constant stories that you hear Mm. concerning uh, 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 Joey. So uh, so this was, uh, you know, Angela, you said it was out of character for him. Other people said it was out of character for him to do. And he did, as I understand, he he apologized to them off stage as soon as after afterwards, like, look, you know, and he apologized to both of them. He sent a tweet out before it became before it really broke. 
apologizing to both of them and whatever the case may be. But, you know, Mo has been through some things, you know what I mean? As I understand, of course, Mo was, you know, of course, you had the addiction thing. Mo was in an abusive relationship. Like, Mo done been through some things. And that stuff, she says, kind of triggered her, some of these comments and whatnot. And so he was a dead wrong for that. You yeah. know what I mean? He was dead wrong uh, for that. The only reason why I'll ride from him a little bit is because everybody, everybody say that's not Joe. That's what everybody say. He was in battle mode. He was, you know, boom, 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 boom. That's not Joe. He went too far there. We all know it. He was dead wrong. Um, and, you know, the ladies didn't deserve that, especially Mo. Low key, Mo, Mo deserves way more than what people Absolutely. give her in the game uh, for, for the many, many tracks that, that Mo laced. And Mo was just, Mo was a beast. And she does not get her, uh, her flowers, her credit uh, for the beast that she was. Uh, for a good, good, good season, a good decade, you know what I mean, uh, in the game, you know, whatever the case may be. So shouts out to Little Mo. Uh, crack, you was wrong, but, you know, you stood up for it. But you, the same way you brought Ashanti and Remy them purses, yeah, you, you need to put something in the mail for your girl Mo. <laughs> I was like, oh. Gucci bag? Was they Gucci bag? I mean, I, I, they was, they was, they was, they was something expensive. I said, okay. They was something expensive. But that's been verses again. Shout out to Swiss and uh, Timberland for really holding us down uh, through COVID with verses, which has been a true blessing, a true celebration of culture, and making sure that a lot of people get their flowers, not just in the mainstream, but even the gospel world. I mean, that Kirk Franklin, yes. Fred Hammond joint that was, was beastly. That was great. That joint was beastly. There's been so many great joints. Uh, so again, shouts out to Versus. Uh, let's get to our last topic of the night. This is actually kind of interesting, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. What's that? Yeah. So your man's uh, legend, gospel legend, uh, and just nobody has anything evident uh, to say about uh, John P. Key. John P. Key's music used to, whoo, man. But John P. Key was like, yo, he sent this tweet out, and I'm going to try to read it past the uh, Christians Don't Listen to CHH joint. Hey, switch the banner for me real quick. The Christians Don't Listen to CHH to like and subscribe real quick for me. Um, but uh, uh John, uh, John P. Keyes tweeted out, and y'all wonder why I roll different. No hateration. I can just afford to say what many of you guys are afraid to breathe. You mean to tell me every slot? Come on. Nah. So what he's talking about is how Kanye literally took over the gospel charts with each one of his songs, every single slot. It was crazy on the gospel charts. And so... That's what happened. Uh, this has happened before, actually. Uh, the gospel world sometimes feels some kind of way about it. Sometimes they say stuff. Uh, but let's let's talk about this. Uh, ultimately, none, of, nobody in gospel has the bankroll to hang with Kanye, first and foremost. Um, but this also leads into why is it that Christians don't really listen to maybe gospel music or worship music as much, but then more so for what we do, and even more so, why don't Christians rock with Christian hip hop? Uh, hip hop is huge, right? Hip hop, pop, hip hop is pop, right? At this point, and uh, hip hop is huge. 
And you would think more Christians would listen to CHH, but it doesn't seem to happen. And I'm wondering why do we think this is, because if, if more Christians listen to CHH, then these streams would be up. These, you know, this genre would probably be more recognizable. These artists would be probably more popular on and on and on and on. Uh, C. Goss, why don't more Christians, actually, uh, I'm sorry, Trish, uh, why don't more Christians listen to CHH? Well, first of all, uh, CHH sounds the same. Like a lot of it sounds the same. Um, and when you don't get a lot of variety, in, in in the sound, it's hard to like stay committed for me. That's that's part of the case for me. Um, and then a lot of it, I just don't really rock with. I just does hip hop really sound the same to you sometimes? Just listening to hip hop? Oh, yeah, for sure. It so not I just CHH, but like, mainstream hip hop as well. Yeah, more like more of the like mainstream, like popular, like type of songs not necessarily all of hip-hop of course but like a lot of it you know what i'm saying just sounds the same and yeah i i don't i'm not interested in hearing the same sound over and over again um and then when we when it comes to like content you know what i'm saying it's just like uh which is which is i would say across the board with it's chh and a lot of mainstream hip-hop hip like so whack to me um, so yeah, I, that's, that's mainly why I don't listen to it. Um, and then we have a lot of music coming out, like a lot from all kinds of people. So it's hard for me to like keep up with, you know, who's, who's hot right now and who, you know, I mean, I, of course, you know, because I'm around the genre, I know who is kind of like hot or whatever, but I don't necessarily think just because the rest of the community thinks they're popping i don't really i don't always agree <laughs> so yeah that's my take so trisha's take is the monotony it's too much of the same but that's not just christian hip-hop for you that's mainstream hip-hop as sure. well yeah. so you don't get, you don't go you don't necessarily just listen to hip-hop all day period no i'm an r&b i love r&b like if if christian hip-hop like the the people within it had more of that R&B sound, listen, I'm here for it. But I like Byron, Byron Joanne and um, Jalen Ashawn. Like, I, was it Jalen Ashawn? Yeah. yeah. They all have the similar <laughs> names. But um, Jalen Ashawn is a rapper, right? Let yeah. me Yeah, singer, right. singer. Yeah. He's singer. Right, right. Okay, Jalen Ashawn and Byron Joanne. Yes. Both of them I really, really like. Um, but it's not a lot of that anymore. Like Kristen Gray was that dude. <laughs> he, he delivered when it came. We, to yeah, we we had the we had a season where we had the Christian Grays, the Sean C. Johnsons, yep. the Cams, mm -hmm. the Chris Lee Cobbins, the Pastor Eighty Threes. All of them, yeah, all yeah. of them. Um, but they're not really doing nothing now like that. So it's I'm like y'all need to come back. Right now is the time to come back. I I would say, I feel like you know just music in general just needs. Needs a new sound, you know what I'm saying? Mainstream, the mainstream R&B world, they got the alternative R&B, which is great, and they're killing everybody in that in that subgenre is killing. Um, so, what would you consider alternative R&B? Um, uh, Kiana Lede, um, uh, 
her is is kind of considered alternative, though she's okay. becoming more popular because you know yeah, her talent. Um, so many people. Um, giving. I'm wondering on. why you considered the. To me, those are the true R and B artists. Why do you I consider agree. them alternative? Well, that's the that's the category that they've been putting. They're being okay. Yeah. Now, so now we've got neo soul R and B. And now we've got this alter. Okay, okay. I didn't know this alternative R and B. Yeah, because it's more like the neo soul has become obsolete, and it's more so the alternative R and B. So neo soul kind of is more of a alternative R and B, but it's got more of the R and B like true to R and B sound um, to me. So yeah, I feel like all them all them cats that used to be doing it in the CHH world, they need to come back. They need to come back. So monotony. What you think, um, Bree? What's what's your thoughts on this? Why don't Christians well, listen to CHH? Well, I know from what I've heard other people say, um, they, they think it's whack. Um, they think that the quality isn't as good as secular. Um, I don't think you know. Within the last few years, well. Yeah, it, it's not like it used to be back when I started listening to Christian hip hop back in 92. Like, mm-hmm. I remember those days. Um, but it's improved a lot. Um, yeah, we would all then. agree now, right, that that's no longer really an issue, right? That's not a re- yeah. For the most yeah. part. That's not a relevant right? okay. argument anymore. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. But yeah, people but that saying, still is there. But that, yeah. yeah, it's still there because it's like, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and their reference to Christian hip hop was the song that T-Bone and Montel Jordan did in The Fighting Temptations. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so wow. I'm like, That's yeah, I'm minute, like, yeah. there are other artists out since then and even during that time. So, I mean, it's just like that there are some people who are traditional and they want to stick to gospel and that's it. Um, and they feel hip hop is worldly. So Christian hip hop is is automatically going to be worldly, too. Like, that's a ridiculous uh, argument. But I mean, I've always listened to it just because, you know, I've I've grown up listening to gospel, but I never like, you know, the traditional stuff like that was just never my thing. Um, choirs and quartets, like even if I listen to choirs, it was Hezekiah Walker and John P. Key anyway. Um, so I always, you know, I've always been contemporary in my music choices. So CHH was just a natural fit for me. Other people, not so much. But okay, okay, they okay. Like they like. Um. So there's a lot of layers to this conversation, though, because <clears throat> to the conversation of why Christians don't listen to Christian hip hop, you have Christians that don't listen to gospel music. I pose something or Christian music, especially in the culture that I'm been part of. There's a lot of people, uh, you know, people who I attend church with and they'll never turn on a CCM station, but they'll go to a, you know, uh, you know, a Dan and Shay concert or they'll go to listen to the radio and they have their favorite, you know, pop artists or whatnot. And I think growing up, we had the the idea that I'm a Christian, so I have to listen to Christian music only. I can't listen yeah. to anything else. So a part of one of those layers is you, you're forced to listen to it if you grew up like I grew up and you couldn't listen to anything else because you thought, because I identify as a Christian, means I can only listen to Christian music. Where even, and that, I, and that idea was perpetuated at your youth camps where they tell you to break up all your secular CDs and you throw them in the fire, right? So like, there's this, 
idea, first of all, that I think is still within us that Christ, that if, if music's not Christian, then it's evil and it's not good. And it, you know, secular is bad, right? Now there's a difference between secular music and ungodly music. Um, but like all secular music isn't bad. You feel me? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that layer and that stigma is still there. And then you have the stick, not stigma, but it's this feeling like, yo, Christian hip hop, y'all trying to make Jesus cool. Like I'm not going to a club to hear Christian hip hop. I don't want to turn on the radio and hear Christian hip hop. And I think there's a lot of ministry that happens in Christian hip hop. And you feel like you're in church every single time you listen to a Christian hip hop record back in the day. Right. So it was like, but I don't want to listen. I don't, I just got out of church on Sunday. I want to chill, relax. It's a nice <laughs> sunny day. Like, is it okay for me not to listen to Jesus music right now? Like, is that cool? Like, so you had, so it's like, yo, I just don't want to hear about Jesus right now. And that's fine. Like, that's not a bad thing that you just want to exist and maybe listen to a Stevie Wonder record or you want to listen to a Drake record or you want to listen to something else, right? So within Christian yeah, music- Yeah, Stevie Wonder, by the way. <laughs> I got you, I got you. So within Christian music, we forced our, not forced ourselves, we kind of live under the stigma of this has to, I'm a Christian, so I can only listen to that. So that's why now that we had this enlightenment where I can be, I can love Jesus and listen to Drake. Oh, snap. I bet. Well, I ain't listening to Christian hip hop then. <laughs> so, so I know what I, <laughs> so it's more so like, like for me, I know personally, I don't listen to a lot of Christian hip hop because it's like, it's trying to me, it sounds like they're trying to sound like a certain version of a secular thing. Just like Show Baraka said, if I want to listen to Drake, I, I'll listen to Drake. I don't want to hear this person rap and sound like Drake and be like, yo, this is just as good. Because you know why? There's nothing wrong with listening to Drake. Right. Right. <laughs> so we've stamped it as this is the alternative. And we all know the alternative is usually not better than the original or not better than what you're trying to compare it to. So that's there too. You got that layer to get over. And it's like, bruh, like when we had Christian clubs and Christian parties and things like that, and they would play Christian music, like, yo, you go to the club to dance with girls. Like, you go to, like, well, dudes do. Like, you don't go to the club to two steps, six feet apart. <laughs> so it was like, like, that, like, what? What is this? Like, I don't want to listen to, you know, a Tone record. Now, Tone makes fire music, don't get me wrong. But I don't want to listen to a Tone record, you know, and I'm trying to, like, talk to the girl and dance with her, but I can't dance with her the way I want to. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's, a, it's a thing of us getting past the barrier that first of all, we can listen to more than just Christian music, but that does hurt the genre as well too, because uh, Christians are typically, they're the people buying Christian music. So, you know, it's like, once you like tell them that they don't have to listen to only Christian music, you might lose your audience because they may not buy records anymore. They'll come to your concerts and they'll do whatever, but it's gonna be difficult probably but then to buy records. So, and there's so much, there's so much other stuff and so many layers I can go on. Um, but yeah, that's probably some of the main reasons why we don't listen to Christian hip hop. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, um, I'm still trying to, like, I, I hear what all of you guys are saying. Uh, I think I definitely can feel, I, actually, I feel a little bit of whatever you guys, all of you guys are saying. I still feel like, I don't necessarily feel like it's a, uh, I checked for it. It didn't vibe. So I checked out. 
I feel like cats ain't checking. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's true my, too. That's, that's my thought. No, that process. plays a part. Like, whether it's yeah, not yeah. a knowledge spot, whether it's just I don't know where to go to listen to it. I'm more so talking about that at large. Like, why don't the majority of Christians? I mean, I don't even think some cats even really know. You feel what I'm saying? Do you think that's a true statement, though? That Christians don't listen to, well, Christian people, Christians who listen to hip hop. Do you think that they don't listen to Christian hip hop? I believe that's a hundred percent a true statement. I think the numbers tell the story. Okay, I think the numbers tell yeah. the story on that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's more, or, or as a music pusher, I've always felt that it was my job to introduce people to Christian hip hop because they don't know a lot of times, yeah. or whatever. Or maybe what they might have heard really wasn't what, what it, and then they decided never to come back or something like that. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's really kind of hard to really make sense of it for me. I definitely understand the monotony piece uh, that Trisha brought up because that's just me and hip hop. I'm a music head. I love R&B. I love jazz. I love big band music from the 50s. You know what I mean? I love music. You know what I mean? So I don't hip hop. That, that You know, there's, there's some other genres that I might put above hip hop if I'm being totally honest with myself because now because i am a music pusher a lot of the music i check for and listen to is actually not for my enjoyment or me mm. um but it's to actually you know get it get it out there it's just it's almost like you know uh a low-key calling or something like that like i was i believe I'm, I'm i'm meant to build platforms and push out these these artists of these urban uh christian content you know kind of whatever the case may be so that's what i do it's not always for my necessarily enjoyment my whole point of all that says is I believe there's a lot of people that still don't even really know about the genre or the opportunity, the, 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 the many, many artists of different styles, even hip hop wise, that do it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. th there was a time when urban Christian music R&B was extremely popping um, from honestly the late 90s. It was really, really, really huge. And then um, we had a kind of a resurgent and maybe the late early early the late 2000s uh 2000, 2000 maybe 9 to 2013 14 mm -hmm. there was another real surge of christian r&b that was really really popping but now JR that's kind of jr was popping jr was popping yeah but it was a time though when jr was almost the only cat really doing it true that's true right. you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm talking about more so when there was a, a collective of cats like there was a mm -hmm. bunch of like in the late '90s, there was a bunch of R&B cats. I mean, from I mean that were doing urban Christian music. You know what I mean? Whether it was Jay Moss, Tone, Nancy Jackson, Ryan's Face yeah. Two. You know, but it was I mean, it was a plethora of urban cats. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, doing yeah. urban Christian yeah. music. Um, till like I said, the 2009s or 2013s when you had the Sanchi Johnsons, the Christian Grays, the Cams, the uh, Chris Lee Cobbins. The, you know what I mean? Where it was a plethora, and, and I'm just talking, you know. That's the guys. I mean, of course, now we have, of course, still V Rose and you know Evan and Eris and different cats that really try to pop up the R and B. But there needs to be a change in the monotony. I believe. I believe uh, there needs. We need. We need that. Um, so that that is very very true. Um, I still feel like it's an exposure thing. I feel like it mm -hmm. has not been exposed to enough people. We ain't got no money. Oh well, that's what I was about to say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. We like, broke. 
So the issue, I think the main issue is why, why cats aren't even coming back to CHH is because there's no money for them. Um, there's no, there's no like proper recognition. They don't get the respect that they're due. Um, they're mistreated. Like, you know, CHH, the industry, the behind the scenes is a hot mess. Okay. Hmm. It's a hot mess. I agree, but I feel like the music industry is like that in general. Yes. However, gospel, CHH, mainstream, mainstream. I would say mainstream has, has some messiness, but they're more professional in their deal. About their messiness? <laughs> well, I would say about their money. They they get their money. You see what I'm saying? Like, th- that's the difference. Like, the difference is the, the professionalism and the way that they, um, it's just the, the operations. There's an operation. There's an infrastructure. CJ does not have that still. And if people will say that they do, <laughs> Listen, uh, it, it's still being it's built. Not there. It does not exist. Yeah. If it ain't yeah. coming for reach, and even reaches infrastructure, I, I mean, it's a little shaky. Like, I think Quote would agree with you though, because Quote always tells me like, there's no structure in CHH, and he's trying to bring structure to the game, and he's that's always been my know, thing. Is how can and, I bring structure to this? Listen. Yeah, and like you'll even be so we was you know doing concerts, and we'll be backstage. And like the artist trying to holler at us about stuff that they see structurally that we're doing. And they're like, yo, so like you do this, like this is what you could do. I'm like, yo, this guy asking me, like, can I help him? Like, I'm thinking that you got this all, all together. And you're trying to recruit my man over here who did the graphics for us. That's what, <laughs> like, happens. That's what happens because when the few of us that are doing it well, right, who yeah. have who 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 are giving off the professionalism, right? If they see it and they're like, yo. Like this, what we need right here. But listen, I, I <laughs> yeah, not here. Oh, new. This is a whole another conversation that we can have. But that's the main reason why cats are not coming back. Like I, I know one person, somebody in particular, who who did a lot of uh, features for Reach, and he like I'm I'm good where I'm at, writing for 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 mainstream folk. You know what I'm saying? Making that kind of money. And doing other things, you know what I'm saying? Other things that that's outside of music that's making him more money, which makes sense to me. But it's it's actually very sad to him because he's super talented and we could use his voice in this in the CHH space, but it I I McDowell? I, I say it again. Was it McDowell who? No, I no, okay. I'll say it again. okay. But Shout yeah, out to so Dimitri. It's like <laughs> I be, my guy. Hope, I be having hope for CHH to like do better and just be better. And, and I, I, you know, I, I have my, I try to put my um, influence in there however I can. Like I want to help. I would love to help the artists and I do on some level, um, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I want to be realistic too. It's like, I don't know that only me or, or just two of us can change the whole subgenre. Like it's gotta be, you know, it's got to be a plethora of us trying to, and coming coming together though, not just yeah. doing it, you know, on our own, but coming together and doing what we do best to yeah. make sure that that this infrastructure is laid out properly. Um, but it's just this has been an ongoing conversation for so many years that I mean, this is, this is exa- that's exactly what I did the South by Southwest joint on. It was it was doing business in CHH. Like like how does that look? What is it even? 
<laughs> what is it even yeah. like? You know, and and I don't know, bro. I, and I, a lot of us behind the scenes people have started to come together a little bit. Uh, probably not as much as we need to. Um, there's been so much focus on the artists, and um, there is there needs to be a season of focusing on the managers, the promoters, the booking agents, the, you know, on and on and on people who can really help build structure for what we do here. Um, and you're right. That is part of what's needed to make sure that the infrastructure is built. Money is coming in, which then pushes out marketing and stuff like that. So eventually we have to take our focus off of the artists, which I don't know when that's happening because right now we have artists, a uh, plethora of artists who are eating off of Christian hip hop. For sure. Uh, yeah, plenty. We've got plenty of artists who are living off of Christian hip hop, whether it's merch, whether it's production, whether it's touring, whatever the case may be. We've got artists who are doing that. Um, but we don't have a lot of behind the scenes people who are able to do that uh, yeah. consistently. And so that's going to be an issue. There, there's so many things. Uh, but I still feel like I feel like there's a piece we're missing. Um, and I don't know what that piece is necessarily, but we've all touched on different things as to to what it is. I mean, because even if you think about it, I mean, I think youth groups blast Christian hip hop like crazy. So you would think that they would know coming up if but, but, but Christianity is a funny thing, though, because salvation you know, doesn't always happen just as a child, right? So there's always new people coming in. There's always new fans to be garnered of the genre. It's 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 really, it's a peculiar thing. It's a big, big uh, situation that has to be tackled. Um, but I still feel like not enough people know about Christian hip hop. And even if they get a taste of it, I'm not sure that they fully know where to go next. Sure. Nah, I definitely agree with that. I um, definitely agree with that. I think a part of that plays a part of that problem um, plays into it because what am I saying? I said that wrong, but my sentence structure game is terrible. <laughs> but something that is not helping that problem is when Christian hip hop artists don't want to use the title and don't want to use the name. Uh, and then the ones that do want to stick and use the name, they're not as good as the ones that don't want to use the name. <laughs> so when you type in a Christian hip hop artist, you might get an artist that's not necessarily the greatest. As great, as good as the other. That's a possibility as well. I, I really think, um, and honestly, um, you know, just part of the structure and infrastructure is music pushers, is DJ, is program managers, is radio. Um, you know, we could talk about radio dying all we want, um, but it's still out there. It's still pushing. Um, it's still number one advertisers, you know what I mean? And different things of that nature. So radio is still doing a thing. And the fact that Christian hip hop hasn't had solid radio play as much as all these other genres is definitely something that um, affects the conversation as well. Mm -hmm. um, so all of this, yeah, the infrastructure, I think, is probably the part that might be hard, hurting the most. Um, this one escapes me as somebody who feels like I'm theoretically low-key called to build these structures and foundations for these artists and whatnot, and, and in these systems. Um, I'm, I mean, at, at this age, you, you know, I've been doing this for the last 20 years, and I'm starting to feel like um, 
not that hope is gone, but I'm starting to feel like, man, I really didn't do a good enough job. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So no, and it's, no, not, it's not a job like for that. one person. But, right. Um, I'm, I'm, and I would not, I would encourage you not to think like that because I think you have, you guys have done a lot, you know, and, and that's all you can do. You know what I'm saying? You, you, again, I think it's, it has to be a collective effort and, you know, and I think we need to correct what needs to be corrected. Like, you know, calling people out when they're doing business shady or doing, you know what I mean? Like, because that also hurts the genre. It hurts us. That's why people are walking. Well, well, I mean, away. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw a name out just because it's it's no secret, but um, I'm just I'm just gonna say Miss and what happened with Miss hurt a lot of situations as well. I don't know who, um, you talking about. who are you talking about. I don't know who you talking about. Um, no, that's what I thought you was talking Hold about. Hold on, it, like, what was? Man, just say the name, man. What was it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That so. That, I don't know who that is either. Did I get the name? Up, that messed up things for me. Messed and up I, things for everybody. And, I, and, I and, know. And I it's know. it's two sides of the coin, right? Because not only Please. not only no, did she know. mess some things up, but she had a lot of the answers oh, too. Like she was very very talented. Yeah, five minutes. And what she did. Right? Yes. Was she not? Very. She was extremely talented in what she did. Yes. She was responsible for some of the biggest things like the 116 tours and different things like that. Yeah. She was a key person who could help bring what needed to be brought. And for Reach, she did. And I feel like, and for others, she started to a little bit as well. But then when the nonsense kind of went down, which, um, and maybe we got to, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I wasn't in those rooms to know uh, whether or not. <laughs> Uh, Trisha said I was. I wasn't yeah. in those rooms. I know. I know different cats ah, that were affected. Give her some water. Give her some water. I wasn't in those rooms to know if there was a way to make things right. Mm -mm. No, no. Mm -mm. There was an attempt, and I, I listen. <laughs> Lecrae is a gracious man. I people be talking about that man. I'm like, y'all don't even know what this man Nobody's has gone been through. through. I, I yeah. don't. I don't care what anybody got to say about him. Like, I'd be like, shut up, because you don't know. The, like, grace, <laughs> the grace that you have to have. Like, that's all I'm going to say. But no, like, it. there was attempts, and it was still sitting in the camp. <laughs> and so <laughs> it had to be, it had to be over with. And it's yeah. unfortunate. It's super unfortunate, because like you said, she was like the goat. You know what I'm saying? And I think it just kind of it messed up a lot for women in in that oh, case. That's why I said. I don't even think about that. That's why I only said when I said for me, and yes, for everybody, but also somebody like myself. Yeah. It was like I was like, dang, like sis, like what? I, I'm out here trying. I'm trying to be like you, and you over here just wrecking shop. You over yeah, here. I know she got. She at least like, I know for sure got cray. She got Derek, and she messed up some things for Adia as well, I know for sure. Oh, um, that's Adia. Okay, yes. Yes, her and, and Swift and... Uh, uh, well, no, it wasn't Swift. I'm sorry. That was somebody else. Um, uh, Leah Smith. I don't know if y'all know who Leah Smith is. But oh, she yeah. Was, she's on Triple E Records. She was on a trajectory of going up with 
And uh, that's when it hit, because that's when she had- I didn't know Leah was involved. She had started her stuff. She had started her, because I was, I was Leah's makeup artist when she was on 106 and Park and all that stuff. So I was there. I was, I was there. <laughs> and everything was going up. And then it just, yeah. I don't know what y'all talking about, but it sounds juicy. <laughs> so I mean, to, to be to be clear, and we've already said the name. I'm not going to say the name again, but this person had the keys. She could. She was a beast at what she did, what yeah. she could do, and unfortunately, through some integrity situations, the walls came down, and and then. When those walls, when everything starts crumbling down, everybody else's walls start going up. And, and so it, it, it really yeah. set a lot of people back, messed up a lot of different things when she's literally the one that, I, you know, I would love to sit under her and learn some things and have. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why I'm like, man, was, was there any room for redemption? Like, could she it be was. forgiven and, and grace? And But obviously... It really did. That's why she yeah. started her own thing. That's why she started her own thing because literally, again, Lecrae, <laughs> like, I, I think I heard him tell this story on somebody's, um, I don't I don't remember where he, he spoke out about it, but yeah, like there was opportunity for her to, for her to right the wrong by letting her leave reach and giving her own situation. After, like, what? Who does that? No, I would not have done that. I'm not gonna lie. You, you take a bunch of stuff from me. You out, and I ain't gonna help you do nothing else after that. Good. May God bless you. But you know, he that's, and then it still after that, all of that still, it crumbled. Yo, they kicking me out the building because it's past nine o'clock and you turn closes at nine, so I got to roll. That's what it is. That's what it is. I think we were at the conclusion pretty much. Um, again, thank you guys for choosing uh, to, to, for uh, checking into our little group chat here where we just talk about the different things that we know, whatever the case may be. Um, if you know ways or think you know ways uh, that Christian hip hop could build more structure and have more infrastructure and the word can get out to more people about what's happening in the world of Christian hip hop, make sure to let us know in the comments below. Uh, like, subscribe. We've let you guys into some things that go on behind the scenes. That's what we do here as tastemakers. And um, with that, of course, that's your girl, Trish. That's your man, Seagulls. He likes to be called Light Skin Corey. That's Brina. I'm quote. We'll see you guys next week on the Taste Makers Pod.